On today's show, BMW pays its Mexican workers just $1.10 an hour. Cadillac just sold more cars in China than in the American market. And we give you a behind-the-scenes look at what it takes to engineer a premium sound system into a car. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. Esto es AutoLine Daily para el 5 de mayo, 2017. Avis, the daily rental company, is seeing its stock take a pounding. Its stock dropped 26% in the last two months, and a key reason is that the prices of used cars are falling. Did you know that the daily rental companies make most of their profit from selling cars? Not by renting them. They generally only keep a car for six to eight months and then sell them at auction before they have to replace the tires or brake pads or do any other major maintenance. The rental fees pay for the depreciation, so that's how they make a profit. And you know, we like sharing insights like this with you that you're probably not going to get anywhere else. Automakers and suppliers have poured tens of billions of dollars into Mexico to build new manufacturing plants, and you'd think all that hiring frenzy would have raised labor rates, but not so. Bloomberg reports that at BMW's brand new plant in Mexico, new hires will earn $1.10 an hour. That's less than $2,300 a year. Skilled workers will make $2.53 an hour. That's about $5,300 a year. Meanwhile, the BMW 3 Series cars they will build will retail for an average of $45,000. So what do you think? We think this is disgusting. And it's not just BMW. They all pay their workers subsistence wages. And you know, we'd like to congratulate Toyota on 40 years of research and development in North America. The automaker is celebrating with the opening of expanded R&D centers in Michigan. It's investing $145 million in the facilities and is relocating employees from California, Arizona, and Kentucky to the R&D center that is located just south of Ann Arbor. We'll be back with more right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Well, Chevy brags its all-new Colorado ZR2 pickup can tackle most on- and off-road conditions. And now Ford is doubling down on that with a trick new transfer case in the Raptor. It's an all-new dual-mode unit that incorporates both all-wheel and four-wheel drive systems and electronic lockers into one assembly. The clutch-based all-wheel drive feature allows the Raptor to drive all four wheels on dry pavement without doing damage to the system by varying the amount of clutch torque. And for off-roading, there's an electronic shift-on-the-fly system featuring mechanical locks, which allows the transfer case to switch between four high and four low, depending on the selected drive mode. In all, there's six terrain modes along with four transfer case modes that are all controlled by the terrain management system. Hey, do you remember the Envy? It's a concept GM showed off back in 2010 at the Shanghai Expo. The autonomous pod-like vehicle is electrically driven, only seats two people, and is designed to be used in megacities. Three versions were created, one of which John even got to ride in. The company came out with an updated version in 2011 that carries the Chevrolet badge. And two years ago, G- 
GM started testing it in China at the Shanghai Jiao Tong University. But now that pilot program is over. The fleet of 16 NVs were available to rent by faculty members and graduate students who logged nearly 56,000 miles around the campus. GM says it will share data and other things it learned with this pilot program with its car sharing brand Maven. And speaking of General Motors in China, Cadillac just passed a milestone there. It now sells more cars in China than in the United States. Last year, Cadillac sales in China jumped 46%. Last month, they shot up 98%. And Cadillac sold 13,903 cars in April in China. In the U.S., it sold 12,300. Cadillac now accounts for 10% of GM's profits and is delivering more than a billion dollars a year to GM's bottom line. Did you know it can take 18 months to engineer a premium sound system into a car? Coming up next, we'll tell you why it's so hard to do. Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. Automakers spend a great deal of time and money developing new vehicles. And surprisingly, one of the most complex parts of that process is the car's audio system. And on AutoLine this week, we're joined by representatives from Lincoln and Harman Car Audio. And in the following clip, they detail all the factors that go into creating a great listening experience. The design starts way back at the, the concept phase when you know, you're just looking at the, the general shape of the vehicle in, in sketch form. Um, things like positioning of speakers, um, the number of speakers we're gonna have, where the passengers are in the vehicle. And it's taken through um, when the actual the CAD, the, the actual design of the vehicle is being put together. In parallel to that, there's the design of the actual transducers themselves. So the speakers are all designed for their application where they are, and the electronics that goes with that, the amplifiers and DSPs, which I think we might talk about a little bit later, a little bit more. And then finally, when we do get a physical vehicle, we, we have uh, hundreds of hours of listening and tuning and tweaking and making sure we get it how we intended to do it. So Brandon, you're at the supplier. Do you come in and tell these guys, no, you got to change your design here so we can put the speakers here so it's going to sound better? Yeah, there's definitely a lot of, a lot of work that, <laughs> there's a lot of work that goes into that. I mean, I, you think of where the speaker's placed. Uh, I think a lot of people just, and even sometimes we take it for granted, the speaker's just in the door, the, the amplifier's connected, it works, right? But um, there's a lot more that goes into it. We have to look at the interaction of the materials around it, um, how it's mated to the doors or even the IP. Um, the grill material, all those things are, are contributors definitely to the, the audio quality, just how natural it sounds, right? Um, so in the early phase, like when we have the CAD data, we're looking at, well, where's the speaker placed? How's it angled? Um, where are the occupants in the vehicle? So there's a lot of things that go into really designing a, a great audio system um, because all those things matter. There's reflections in the vehicle. There's, you know, there's absorption that you have from the materials in the vehicle, you know, cloth to leather. There's even a, a different response with the vehicle due to the, the seating material. So, um, there's definitely a huge, huge factor, and we try and take that into consideration really early on to make sure that we get a, a great system just before we even get the vehicle. To learn more about creating sound systems for cars, you can watch that entire discussion on Autoline.tv or just look for it on our YouTube channel. That's it for today. Thanks for watching. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you again on Monday.
Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.